the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's been the week of love, that's what they call it, but isn't every week and every day a day of love? Well, there's an old hymn and song, and it says every day is a day of thanksgiving. I truly believe that, but more than that, I believe every day should be a day of love. Now, watch this. There's a contingency. It's for the Christians. Christians, you're supposed to have love every day. And guess what? You get to give it away. Watch this notice. I didn't say you have to give it away. I said you get to give it away. In other words, you're liable, responsible, and accountable for the love that you have, Christian. It doesn't belong to you. Um, It was a gift that was given to you to give away. I had that revelation when I was a teenager. Thanks, Fred Hammond. The guys from Commissioned, I appreciate you because I realized that what's the point of having love if you don't give it away? What is the point of having love in your heart, you think it, you feel it, and no one knows it. And this is the thing. It took a while. I got a little older, and then I found out Jesus feels the same way. Thank you, Lord. I'm so glad. And I found that out when I became an adult. Now, I tell people, this is why you go to Sunday school. Uh, Not just to fall asleep, eat the cookies, and not pay attention to your boring teacher. But if you haven't been to Sunday school in a while, the reason is to learn the Bible basics. And one of the Bible basics, John 3.16. Well, you know it, right? Of course you do. Everybody knows that one. No, they don't. You'd be surprised. Although it is the most popular scripture internationally. Over 8 billion? Is that what they said? Yes. Because see, LA has over 10 million alone. I live in San Diego. We're pushing for, hey, 8 billion people on the planet? That's what they say. I still think there's even more. Who can actually count but God? So, 8 million people. No, 8 billion, you said, Lorraine. That's right. Out of those 8 billion, there's an estimate that two-thirds believe in the Christ. That's what they say. I'm just telling you what the stats say. Up to you. You can do the research. If you want to try to get with 8 billion people and ask them, hey, I just go with what the hearsay, the rumors are. But what I know is I am a Christian. I am on this planet, Earth. Yes, did you check in? This is Earth. I'm of that estimated 8 billion. I don't really have to worry about the other 7.999. Yeah, yeah, other billion people out there. But I am responsible, liable, and accountable to God for me and the love, the for God so love the world. Yeah, that one. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you think about what I said? For God so loved the world. We take that one for granted. Why? How? Because oftentimes we've heard it so much it becomes a chant, very much like the Lord's Prayer. John three sixteen is the beloved scripture of all, they say. Most recited, most known by heart. Isn't that funny that we say by heart? Yeah. But here's the thing. 
If you can recite it by heart but don't live it, uh-oh, now what? Is that a contradiction? Pretty much. That's why they say as Christians are forever contradicting the Bible. We say one thing, we do something else. We do. Will you admit it today? Make your own list. I'm not here to judge you. You can condemn yourself. You don't need me for that. The problem comes in is when you don't judge yourself. Remember, Jesus told us to do that. Matthew 7 and 1, you read it. Don't judge other people. You need to look at your own house. That house meaning your own lifestyle. Yeah, that's another show. We're still talking about love today because this week is the love week. (laughs) Valentine's Day was what? Yeah, Wednesday the 14th. But for Christians, every day is a love day. Your job is to give it away. That's the idea. But how many of us hoard love? Oh, we do it all the time. Jesus gave us two commands that I really like that have to do with love. Now, how in the world does the word go have to do with love? Here's my favorite. I went to the grocery store, past tense of ago, yesterday. I saw so many flowers when I entered the grocery store. I'm not going to name that big major grocer here in San Diego that's all over across the state taking over all the grocery stores. The big K, I call it. No, not Kmart. They went out of business. Anyway, I said, whoo. Am I in a floral, like, heaven here? What's going on? Because as soon as I crossed the threshold, I was inundated with flowers. I couldn't even enjoy the flowers because there were so many, hundreds. I'm not exaggerating. I would give it an estimated 1,000 bouquets of flowers in my face within four seconds of crossing the threshold. And then it hit me. (gasps) Oh. Okay, I get it. These are the leftovers. Yeah, yeah. Because why? People don't show as many gestures of love. So then what happens? They have to mark them down 50% off, 60% off. Because by this time, they're three, four, five days old. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because people don't give the gestures of love anymore. What's a gesture? Does anybody remember that? Now, I'm not saying a jester. That's that's a joker. That's a person. This is a gesture. Yeah, English is tough like that. I'm talking about the use of expressing yourself in an action. Yeah, a gesture. Sometimes it's with a hand, a head, an arm, like we wave at people ferociously, like, I'm over here, I'm over here, when you're in a room, right? And you're trying to find someone else. I had to do that with my mom the other day. It took her a while. At 81 now. Yeah, happy birthday, mom. Woohoo! on the 12th of this month. 81, yeah. And she's driving a scooter with no license. Beware if you're out there. So I was like, yeah, okay, gestures are, oh, yeah, that's right, people giving flowers. When I was growing up, man, if a guy didn't give his wife something for B-Day, Valentine's Day, uh uh-oh, he was in trouble in his own way. That was between them, their household. There were some guys that were like, oh, I don't believe in. And his wife was like, you're going to believe in it this year. Or you're going to have a lot of other things not to believe in. Well, that's between the married people. Here on, what is this show again? Oh, yeah, Carrying the Burden. And and what does this have to do with caregiving, Lorraine? I'm coming to that. I keep telling people, you can't be a caregiver 
Those two words are powerful separately. And then they have the audacity to put them together. If you don't care and if you don't share the care, that's where the giving part comes in. Give the care. I can't be a caregiver. Show up to somebody's house. If you're one of those people like that work in that industry as a paid professional, right? You can't show up and not do the work. Now, I don't go out there as a paid professional and do that for others, but there are people like nurses, doctors, they count. Yes. They're paid professionals to care, share their knowledge for your health. Did you catch all of that? Now, what if your doctor came in, and I'm sure you might have seen this, with a grumpy attitude, they had nothing that looked like they were prepared. Have you ever seen that doctor? These days it kind of looks that way because of technology. The doctors don't check your heart anymore unless there's something seriously wrong and they need to for that moment. Pretty much the nurses and all those people prep you for the doctor. The doctor usually just comes in. I know mine does. No pen, no paper, nothing. Why? Because we have technology. My doctor just goes right to the computer and starts asking me questions. I go, oh, okay. But what is the gesture that proves they're a doctor? Well, the first thing is my gestures are kind of looking like, uh, how's your day, doc? (laughs) Because... I don't see you looking prepared there. And then they say, how are you, Lorraine? And I'm saying they because I have different doctors. And they're all of the same healthcare system. So I figured it out. They have to ask the patient, how are you today? How are you feeling today? How's your day been going? They ask a question. Well, watch this. When you're a caregiver, a lot of times you don't get a chance to always ask questions, so you have to assess the moment. You have to make a determination. You don't get to ask the person in that moment, hey, how are you? Whoa, because there's something going on like an accident that you didn't anticipate, a slip and fall, other situations and consonants to whatever. It happens in the moment. You don't have time to anticipate it. It happens, and now what? They've fallen. They can't get up. You've got to come up with the care plan. How are you going to share your care? Can you? There are some caregivers that don't have the strength to pick up their husband, their wife. Now what? Their mom, dad, they have to call a neighbor, call a friend, or even call 911. But what if they didn't? They would have been what? Not caring. So half of the burden, remember this show is called Caring the Burden, is to make a decision, first of all, to care. Once you do that, you can begin to recognize what care looks like. And if you don't know what care looks like, that's when you go to the Lord because he is the giver of care. That's the revelation for this show. Carrying the burden is on the Lord, not me. I just give him my cares and he takes care of the rest. And if you don't believe that, fine. I'm a witness. I am the one that lives it. You can listen to my testimonial and try it. That's all you can do. We do it at Costco. We walk by the people. They tell us about this food product. We look at it, and we go, hmm, and then we try it. Now, my mom says this because people are just greedy and nosy. Well, hey, if that's what it takes for you to be a Christian and try the Jesus that works for me, go for it. In the meantime, these gestures. Now, remember, I was talking about those flowers. Ooh, man, it was just like, am I in a flower nursery? What's going on here, Right. But I realize that a lot of people don't care and they don't share the care that I grew up with. See, back in my day, every guy had flowers in his hand. You already knew what was going on. Might have brought a little smile to your heart. My grandfather, the flowers were already ready when my grandma woke up. They were already in the vase and everything. 
with the card sitting on the vase, and it was just romantic, beautiful. Every person has their way to express their love, right? The gestures of care, the gestures of love. Love, it's an action. See, that's the cool thing about love. It's an action, and it's also a person. Noun and verb, right. You know we talk about grammar on this show. So Jesus was both flesh, person, but he was always, I was telling a Navy nephew of mine, God is. Remember, he said, I am that I am. I said, nephew, that's a derivation of the verb be. How can you, I am that I am, unless you be? Now, what I just said might not have sounded grammatically correct, but it was a teachable moment for those of you that never have realized God is, I am. That's what he said. A noun and a verb. Wow, that's heavy. What about you? You're created in his image. Are you a noun and a verb? What does that mean? It sounds a little crazy for us, right? Not really. Jesus gave us some directives. That directive being, first of all, first thing you do is (laughs) recognize who you are. Jesus gave us a lot of directives. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. One of the things that he also told us is to love. Now, that's action. If you look at John 13, you'll figure out what you need to be. I can't tell you how to love. I can't give you the gestures on how to love. I'm not you. You're responsible for that love. So if you've been hoarding it, you've got to figure out a way to give it away. What are you going to do today? Because you can't go buy love in the store. That's the point. You don't get to go buy flowers. Now, Poppy, Grandma, they've passed away, but they did teach me what love looks like. And when there were no flowers, they still taught me what love looks like. Love is a manifestation of what is in your heart. It's something that you don't hoard because hoarding is closer to selfishness. Did you catch that? Selfishness is of the devil. I I said it. If you need to connect with me, you go online, connect at LorraineCarroll.com. So what does that mean? Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. Go say what you want to say. Chat it up, email it, connect at LorraineCarroll.com. You can also find that on the KPRZ.com website. Go to my page, Local Podcast. This is for my people that are listening on the radio. You can go after the show live. Go online to KPRZ.com. Yes, old-fashioned radio, but online. Find my show under podcast. It's a local show here in San Diego. Carrying the Burden. When you open up any show, you'll see there is connect at LorraineCarroll.com. Email me. Tell me, what do you think about this gestures of love? Well, here we go, Christians. Here are your gestures. Jesus gave us the antidote. It is in John 13. I already told you. When you get into it, I want you to take a moment, read it all. But when you get all the way down to my favorite part where he told us what to do, I want you to think, am I doing this? Hmm, do I act like this? Do I give glory to God? When you love others in front of others, that's the way for others to know that you are a Christian. Let me tell you something. People can perpetrate love. 
Have you been in a relationship where you felt like the person was perpetrating love? Hmm. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. You can tell me about it. In the meantime, a lot of friends perpetrate love. Love you. (laughs) Is that really love, though? Because they said it? Or are you a believer because of their actions? Jesus said this, I give you a new command. Uh Uh-oh, another command from Jesus? Yes, love each other. You must love each other as I have loved you. Now, remember I told you, God is verb, noun, noun, verb. God is both. Now, here in John 13, he's saying, love each other. You must love each other as I have loved you. Here's my favorite part. All people will know that you are my followers. Contingency here, if you love each other. So he gave you the command, but he also gave you the option, the contingency. See, Jesus was like that. Freedom. Love is truth. Now, if we hop over to 1 Corinthians 13 after Jesus died, and Paul was writing that church that they had set up in Corinth, and he was telling them, look, all the fussing, all the arguing over what's important. What? Let me tell you what's most important. Love. Because if you don't have it, you don't have anything. Read it. 1 Corinthians 13. That's the infamous love chapter. That's the one that you hear at the weddings all the time, but nobody knows where it's at in the Bible, but it sounds good. It sounds so poetic. Love is patient. Love is kind. Until those people have been married about six years, right? All the people that have been married over 30 years, did you honk your horn? Did you laugh? Right. Because love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not easily provoked. Real love. You have to figure out a way to make love work for you and for the people that you share it with. So here's the thing. The contingency, the word if is what makes it a contingency, is that the people What people? All the other people out there? Yes, they will know that you're a disciple of Christ. If you are. If you what? Show the love, not hoard the love. So, okay, Lorraine, okay, you're contradicting yourself. Am I? Well, earlier you said that just giving flowers and stuff, that's just a gesture. Yeah, it is. But remember, that's an action too. You have to show what love looks like. I can't just go to church and I just can't go feed the homeless. Well, isn't that what love looks like? Going to church, feeding the homeless? Well, it depends on to whom you're speaking. Some people need to receive the love that you have. Did you give it to them today? Have you given any love away? Did you call someone and express what they mean to you as opposed to just, I love you. You know I love you, right? No, they don't. (laughs) So how do they know? Have you ever asked people, how do you know I love you? Ooh, that one's heavy. Try it this week. Yeah, and the week coming up, see, Valentine's Day has gone away. But we've got to love every day for Christians. It's a command. I just read it to you. It's not an option. Jesus said to love. He said to forgive. He also said to give in Luke 6.38. So when you give love, guess what happens? Uh Uh-oh, you get it back. Press down, shaking together and running over. Yes. So do this for me. This week, make your business and priority to be giving love away. Once you give the love away, you're going to be able to do this. You're going to be able to say, hey, 
you know what? Love is more than just talk, more than just flowers, more than just chocolate. Yes, this is the biggest time of the year for chocolatiers, for those that consume it, meaning eat it and buy it. Yes, chocolate sales go up by 10,000% in February. If you don't know that, look it up. It's true. In the meantime, what are you going to do this month, this year, to prove what love looks like? I had that revelation years ago. They'll know I'm a Christian by the love I show. That's what the Bible says. I just read it to you. When are you going to prove that you're a Christian? When are you going to be patient with people that you don't like? Uh Uh-oh. Ooh, did she go there? I did. When are you going to be kind to the people that you don't really care about? Ooh, like the people at work? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. The people that get on your nerves? Yeah. That guy, he just bothers me. Why? Did you ask yourself, why does he bother you? You haven't, have you? Usually when people bother you, it's because of your own deficit. Where you are deficient, God is sufficient. God is love. Yes, the Bible says that. Yes, it does. I'm going to put that to you to look up. I've fed you a lot of scriptures today. Take some time with the Lord. Spend some time with the Lord. Listen to the Lord. And he'll tell you how to cope, manage, and deal with the people that are what? Your enemies? Pretty much. If you don't like somebody, you might as well just put them on the enemy list until you figure out why you don't like them. Usually when you don't like somebody else, it's because of something you don't like about yourself. You take time with that. You think about it. Be honest with yourself and get free because most people will go into denial. No, no, that's not the issue. Yes, that is the issue. It's been psychologically proven, and I am one that can tell you from personal testimony. Go dig deep within, sit down with yourself, and realize why they bother you, and then pray for your enemies. Jesus told us that one too. Remember, go back to Matthew 7. Check it out. Remember this Before we go, love isn't just at Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's past. It's gone by. However, take every day to give love away because love is patient. It is kind. And it does not envy. Do you realize how envious people are of what you have, who you are? I had to realize that early on. I had a smile as a kid for no reason, my mom said. She said it just was there as soon as I would awaken I was smiling and she would be like why is this kid at four years old smiling she hasn't said anything I haven't said anything she doesn't know what's going on she's smiling for what and I told her the Lord gave me that smile mother it was for you and she thought about that and she said I guess it was because my mother treated me with that same type of love just from a smile that God gave me that was the way for me to express love to my mother And as a result, because I gave my smile to my mother freely, easily, no contingency, my mother received that smile, and then she poured all of the love back on me. And guess what it did for her? Caused me to pour it right back on her at 81 years old, totally non-ambulatory, disabled for the last 23 years, and taking care of her as her only child. I tell her, you better be glad you got it right, lady. So who are you sowing love into? Who are you pouring love into? Don't boast about it because that's what the Bible says, not me. It said don't boast. Don't boast about the love that you're giving away to people. Mm-hmm. That's what it says. You read it. You remember this. Oh, yeah, I bought her this and I gave her that. We're talking about your kids, your spouse, people at work. Don't boast about it. 
Don't be proud either. Have some humility when you give that love away. Remember the Lord, he will reward you openly for what you do in secret. Love doesn't dishonor other people. Um, In other words, it's not rude. It's not demanding either. Self-seeking, that's what it means. Kind of demanding, you know, those kind of people. Yeah, not real love. And this is what I like. Now, I'm reading from various translations here, but go study your Bible. Love isn't irritable. So if you're irritable, check yourself before you wreck yourself. That's what they used to say back in the day. It still works. That's a rhyme for Valentine's Day and every day. So, yeah, remember that next year. Check yourself before you wreck yourself because love isn't irritable. And my favorite that I struggle with, uh uh-huh, it keeps no records of wrong. Did I admit that right? The sooner you can admit it, the sooner you can get over it. If you go around with a disease, a condition, and you don't acknowledge it, it can't be treated. What's wrong with you? Love doesn't rejoice about injustice. So if you're sitting up there watching, yeah, that's what they deserve, TV. Yeah, they, that's what they deserve. They shouldn't have. And they, that's judgment, first of all. And then you're telling others, yeah, that's what they get. Because, no, that's an injustice, whether you like it or not. You should be rejoicing whenever the truth wins out. That's what this Bible says. Love always protects. Hmm, that's a good thing, this kind of protection. It always trusts. It always hopes. It always perseveres, meaning it it, it presses on. It endures through every single situation and circumstance. My favorite part and the part I want to leave you with, Valentine's Day or not, yeah, you missed it. Don't even worry about it. One day at a time, if you're in this day, remember that love never fails. It always works. Try it. It will work for you today and every day. Give your love away. Figure it out. Who are you going to give some love to? Maybe it's the old lady at the nursing home, the one that was your neighbor when you were growing up. She's been in there for three years now. Her kids live out of state. Go visit her. What about the neighbor next door? Hmm, what about your aunt, your great aunt, the one that's in her 90s? Give her a call. Find a way to prove that gesture of love. Give it away today and every day. You've been listening to me, Lorraine Carroll, right here on Caring the Burden, right here on KPRZ San Diego. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. 
Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.